started off right that we just joked that we're, this is the coughing we're episode. Start, we're starting off on the right theme. Starting off on the yeah, right theme. Sounds I was good. coughing last week. I think you got what I got either through me or through somebody else. I think it's from you because you were just sitting here in front of me coughing. <laughs> and, For two hours. And I'm fucking stupid and thought that I wouldn't get it. Yeah. And I still have it. So enjoy this for the next month. Yeah, it's been crazy. There was an episode where we were like on the fence about doing it. And I was like, no, I got this cough. And then Dude, next week we still ended up doing it. I, I fucking, the same cough. I fucking flush myself as much as possible when I get sick. Like I go to the sauna. Yeah. I try to fucking just sweat it out. Water, like water, I, water, water, water. I just want to burn. Water. My, I just want to burn my body and just like get it out of me. So I <laughs> that do that. Does help, right? I do. Like, yeah, it does. Raising your body temperature helps kill it because I do that. Yeah. Most sicknesses can only live at a very specific temperature, and it's our body temperature. So you raise it too high, and you kill them. I try. I do that. Um, the fucking apple cider and lemon juice shit. I do that. I do. Uh, I just saw you do that. It yeah. was Nasty. <laughs> <laughs> and and Himalayan sea salt, I believe. Yep, Himalayan sea and salt, nah. lemon juice, <laughs> apple cider vinegar, some water. Chuck that down. I do a lot of green tea. I do, I do that every day though. I do two green tea packets for thirty-two ounces of green tea mm. uh, a day. I do that or sixteen. I think it's 16 green tea ounces. packets, like tea bags. Or? Tea bags. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Sorry. I use two. Tea I don't know if you had like a matcha thing. It, I do. Actually, pour it in. I do. Well, it's in, it's inside the bottom of the tea bags. Yeah um costco but i'll just uh i'll just say that i what else do i do fuck i i i do zinc supplements i fucking see here's the thing that sucks mm-hmm. i'm a relatively healthy person mm-hmm. and it's like i'm i still get sick yeah like i'm still a human yeah there's nothing you can do life is pointless <coughs> everybody dies everybody yeah. gets sick yeah that's why i uh all those things that you listed, my version of that list is I try to drink a glass of water when I can. <laughs> I drink a fuck ton of water. Yeah. It's like a fuck ton. It's like, dude, what else can I do? It's like, there's literally nothing else I can do. I lice all shit down. I try to clean. Yep. I cough on my armpit properly or my uh, elbow pit. Elbow pit properly. Yeah. It's like, I do everything I fucking can. All it takes, you know why? <laughs> but you invite me into your home every week. It's because, so. and don't, I'm not talking about you, so don't take this personally. But. When you have weakness in the herd, are you talking about me? I just said I'm not talking about you. When you have weakness in the herd of humanity, and you have somebody who is not vigilant in those things in regards to health, and then they get sick, that's all it takes. All it takes is the slowest member of the tribe yeah. to be bitten by the zombie yeah. to increase the number of zombies. Exactly. That's really all it is. Yeah, herd immunity. <laughs> that's why uh, I don't care if you want your kid to be vaccinated. <laughs> vaccinate your fucking kid <laughs> because for those kids out there who can't get vaccinated or whatever smallpox is on the is on the rise again what the fuck smallpox smallpox have is from the it? history books have you seen it and now it's in north carolina mm-hmm. yeah, did you hear about the thing in north carolina um it's like the some north carolina school district that is like notoriously anti-vaccine uh has like the highest smallpox rate per student or per capita or whatever in like 50 or 60 years what why is this happening why are we so stupid it's america well i mean does this happen actively by other countries where they say we don't want medicine and technology to aid us (laughs) i read on facebook oh man i I can i i don't want to have a vaccines episode we don't have to it's too stupid the people who don't who listen to this episode uh of rolling their eyes yeah are they they yeah you don't want yeah. to just listen to Hi, Johnny. I know, Johnny, I know you're sighing very hard and rolling your eyes. 
What? Is he anti-vax? No, no, no. Oh, but okay. he agrees with us. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if we were like, hey, your kid's going to go to school with a bunch of anti-vax parents, he would be... <laughs> I could see his reaction. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if Johnny's anti-vax, though. He's so dumb. <laughs> he is. He's a dumb Johnny. What a dumb, dumb. Stupid, sexy Johnny. <laughs> uh, what's your uh, What's your topic? My topic. I, yeah. I wanted to start off with your topic. <laughs> I walked into the house and I just said, R. Kelly. <laughs> and I said, what about and, this? Yeah. And infamous... you said something surprising. <laughs> I said, what a great R&B artist. Yeah. No, you said, I'm a fan. He's innocent. <laughs> I mean, which are two completely separate thoughts so, that so you can have, but shouldn't be joined for that reason. I would say, explain the current situation why R. Kelly's a topic again. They made a movie about how much of a known piece of shit he is, and now he's under criminal investigation. How is he a piece of shit? He peed on a girl and filmed it. He First of all, let's not married let's a not child. King shame. Let's not kink shame. He married a... Well, I'm not kink shaming, but if your kink is children, I'm going to shame you for that. See, that's that's that, that's kink shaming. That Okay, <laughs> then I'm not going to follow your no kink shaming rule. <laughs> I'm going to kink shame that. Okay. Um, yeah, he married a child. He has a sex cult. He tells a bunch of children and really young, aspiring R&B <laughs> female artists that they're so perfect and he's their only boy... Or they... They're his only girlfriend and yada, yada, yada. And, like, grooms them and tricks them into, like, worshipping him and stuff like that. He's a fucking freak. And it's all this stuff that we knew about for years. And all of a sudden there's a documentary about it that's shedding light on it, which is exactly what the point of the documentary was. Now he's under investigation. Good. He seems like like he's just trying to promote a sex-positive culture and mindset (laughs) for people to be proud of their sexuality and to embrace it. But children. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. That that's it. I I guess that's the end of our topic. Agree to disagree. Are, are they are they are we sure they're children? A lot of them are. Are you are we sure they're children? Let me look it up. Vamp a little <laughs> bit, and I'll do the thing where I look on my phone because we don't prepare anything for this podcast. Yeah, there's no need to. So, so here's the thing. I saw. I did see this today. I think I saw it at the gym. It was like, all right, Kelly under investigation for fucking blah blah blah. And I was thinking, are we really going back to this? I thought we had this whole fucking thing taken care of. Um, <laughs> um, no, folks. I don't. Eight hours ago, his sex cult den was visited by cops. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Keep going. Well, what happened from this visit? Uh, oh, I'm reading another article already. That's just the one that popped up. Um, let me. I'm going to look up R. Kelly victims to see their ages. Because that, I think, is the appropriate term to find what we're looking for. Uh, uh, oh, he's sad. Personal woes mount. Dang. I don't blame him. He's he's being attacked for trying to create a sex positive. Uh, he's not he's not slut shaming anybody. He brainwashed people. Brain? He did. Yeah, he did. Brainwashed. He did the whole shit where he's like, oh, you're perfect. You're the only one for me. I only care about you. I, I'll do anything for you. Will you do anything for me? And then he closes that girl in her dungeon and goes down the hallway and goes into another girl's dungeon and does the same shit. <laughs> yeah, no. I I can't find anything specific. That, uh, for. that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It means does. he's innocent. 
All right, what's your next topic? <laughs> no, I can't no, do this no. one anymore. <laughs> well, no. First of all, obviously, I'm not like fucking pro sex dungeon with children, R. Kelly side, but I'm just I'm just fucking around. But pro sex dungeon though. I am pro sex dungeon. If that's if that's <laughs> if your it's consens- consensual sex dungeon. Yeah, I'm pro consen- consensual sex dungeon. Yeah. Did you see the video of the guy uh, talking about the R. Kelly stuff? No. On Twitter? Is it on? Ooh. Is it from the documentary? Because I really want to check out this documentary. It's a guy's uh, response to it. Yeah. Oh boy. If I can find. Oh no. Don't Is go he to pro or against R. Kelly. Um. Well, he's crying about it. <laughs> Um, he's crying about the fact that people are attacking R. Kelly. Is this a video of you? (laughs) No. Thank you. (laughs) Is it a video that will play well on a podcast, Dubs? (laughs) Yeah, it's about, um... No, it's... I'm trying to remember... I'm trying to find the guy, because I thought it was crazy that I was seeing it. It wasn't anything that I thought was insane. It was basically the guy like comparing the outrage over R. Kelly versus the lack of outrage of what slaves went through and stuff like that. <coughs> so yeah. he was saying, how can we don't have outrage at the docuseries about what happened within our country here in America? Do you know what I mean? How can we not outraged about larger injustices built within the infrastructure of our society? Mm-hmm. Uh, so he wasn't necessarily saying I'm not. Def- he, I think he said it. He's like, I'm not here to defend R. Kelly. I am here to say I can't believe we're talking about fucking R. Kelly. We're fucking talking about this dude who, who we've been through multiple times with these issues. But yet we care more about this one man because he's a celebrity doing this mm. instead of like the mass incarceration of our populace for fucking petty crimes for the privatized prisons for the fucking like lobbyists and super PACs for going for war and oil. Like it's basically that kind of comparison. Yeah. But I feel, well, okay. I feel like, (laughs) I feel like there is, that is a very good point as the person who brought up R Kelly immediately. And well, here's the thing though. It's like, it's, it's, I feel like it's a fallacy in a way, right? Like a fallacy. You, You can't, you can't it's it's the same thing as saying like how's your day and you go oh i'm having a rough day and i go you know what there's people who don't have cars or jobs in third world countries who eat mud and you're fucking complaining about your day yeah it's like <laughs> it's like you can't you can't have that as a fallback like comparison all the time yeah you can't just compare it to something worse yeah it's like oh dude i haven't eaten since two since like yesterday man i've been running around it's so crazy i can't afford like groceries for this week i gotta wait till next week's paycheck it's like well you know what uh at least you're not in a concentration camp it's, it's like damn. it's like okay after this conversation i wish i was <laughs> wow <laughs> <laughs> um, um but you know what i mean by that like you can't you, you can't always yeah. hold it to that part Here, here's what i just thought of okay and this is dangerous sharing it on a podcast that just entered my brain do it what if there's something to the fact that we can there's these marches of millions of people in washington all the time for a bunch of different causes and barely anything gets done Mm -hmm. but a bunch of people freak out about r kelly on twitter and all of a sudden he's under fbi investigation again what if there's something to the fact that we like pick the battles we know we not we can win but we we choose to make a stink about the things that will have an impact from us making a stink about them (coughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
There's, there's something there. There, there's something there. Yeah, I'm not gonna doubt that. Uh, oh, fuck, I should really. Like, people got mad at Roseanne and she got fired, and people are getting mad at Donald Trump and nothing is happening. So, <sighs> go after celebrities. Go after people who are in the public eye. This goes into the whole bullshit with people trying to defend. Uh, it's. Tina Belcher over here. It's that. Yeah. It is that, though. It is that about this. It's life in America 2019 summed up by a Tina Belcher moan. It's what it's, you know, you know what it is also like what, it, what it, what it, what it feels like as well. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the answer of, of a solution. <laughs> I don't. Right. So, so I was looking at tweets yesterday, mm-hmm. right? Like last, just last night, there was a tweet from one guy. I think it was a former Marine or Navy SEAL, I forget. And he's a this Republican candidate. Uh, I think he's a... Uh, is he, think he's a congressman? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he was posting pictures at a Republican convention. Mm-hmm. Right? And I couldn't help but notice, when I saw the Republican convention, there was a very distinctive majority among all the pictures. Old white guys. And young white people. Yeah. <laughs> young white guys. <laughs> yes. Um, there were some some girls, but mm-hmm. a part of me immediately thought, not a big deal. I, I don't really, whatever. You're a fucking Republican, fine. Um, the thing that I that really struck me more was why is it that that is what represents the party? It wasn't like he tried to do that. Like, let me get all the white people in a picture. He was just at a Republican. <laughs> let me take a picture of all my friends. <laughs> yeah, he was just, hey guys, we're all here. Let's take a picture. Cool. There's yeah. a, they're promoting their cause. Of course, yeah. that's awesome. But I see that, and then I'll see some shit from the Democrats. Yeah, have you seen this picture that's been going around? <laughs> Where it's like the Democratic ha- Democratic half of the room <laughs> versus the Republican half, and it's a bunch of white guys. So, one he- guy- so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, I don't think, I don't think Republicans are racist. I don't think Republicans, by default, all Republicans are horrible people. I don't think that. Mm-hmm. However, I don't know why that is the context of these pictures they're not selectively picked it's not like the democrats said let's we're only going to support non-white candidates and the republicans said we're only going to support white candidates yeah this is just how their bases fill up this is just how the representation gets elected and i don't know why because i know nothing about politics so i don't know why if we have the lens that everybody is not racist Mm mm-hmm then why is, there is that this, happening? Why is, there, <laughs> why is there a strong divide? Yeah. Where it's very non-ambiguously all of this demographic versus these multiple demographics. Yeah, it was like on the... Like that, I stared at that picture for like 15 minutes. It was incredible. I kept finding different things. There was like a Where's Waldo on the Democrat side. There was not a type of person that I could think of that wasn't in that picture. Where on the other side, it was, oh, that guy's wearing a red tie instead of a blue tie. Or, oh, that guy's got an eye patch. Because did you see that one dude has an eye patch? Yeah. They, they got a pirate on their side. They yes. got a bunch of old white dudes and a pirate. That's the guy I'm talking about. The guy with the eye patch. Oh, really? Yeah. The Marine? Yeah. Nice. Full circle. Yes. But, <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. But, like, do you do you think there's a fucking... Like, what, what do you think... 
explains that fucking split. Like, I don't get that split. I think there's partially, like, there's a lot of people's viewpoints who tend to be Republican have kind of, I don't want to say old-fashioned viewpoints, but, like, traditional viewpoints. Um, And traditionally, a, a, a white man has to be in charge because, like, you go way back, but, you look at, like, I, the three-fifths compromise, and you look right. at, like, women's suffrage and right, stuff right, like that. Right. But I don't know, at least from my Republican friends, none of them have ever considered that being, oh, at least openly to me, a factor to their decision of being Republican. It's because they're fiscally conservative. It's because they believe, they don't believe in, like, this, in a lot of the trade decisions and mm-hmm. a lot of, like... Uh, international treaties that get signed and how resources are spent and how they believe our, you know, national security should be handled. That's really where they go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it brings us back full circle. Why does it turn into this yeah. <laughs> demographic fallout? I mean, when you look at the people who are even running, there's not a lot of other candidates. <laughs> like, it's most, <laughs> it's uh, the white dudes always win because it's only white dudes who are running. With very few exceptions. Very true. But then again, why is that? (laughs) Right. I mean, maybe I'm just super wrong and I don't know what what explains this, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean, for whatever reason. So that's fine. That's totally fine. I know. I'm sorry, people. We went way off topic from R. Kelly. R. Kelly. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But that... Let's bring your full circle back to R. Kelly. Real quick. That photo, the biggest thing that I took out of that photo was on one half of the picture, you see America... And the other half of the picture, you see a bunch of old white guys. And that's what the problem is, I think. Like, there's people of every different type represented on one half of the room. And then there's a bunch of old white guys who are really good at (laughs) uh, sipping from a glass of scotch and playing golf after work. So before I bring a full circle to R. Kelly, going back to the guy with the eye patch on the Republican side. Yeah. He's arguing (coughs) very much in, like, Trump's policies right mm-hmm. like we need the wall we need the wall because of these stats about the people that cross over and this, i this, i was reading a lot and, about like there's a a subreddit uh, ask trump supporters i think it's called yeah where there's very intelligent sounding people yeah. um who have very i think valid points of why the wall should be our number one priority but I just wholeheartedly disagree. It's like, okay, I see that. Is that really worth $6.5 billion that he's going to dump into that? Is it worth a government shutdown? Is it worth putting that before anything else in our country? Really? Yeah. And a lot of those people are like, yes, here are the stats. Like, there's this. There's the education problem. That's really bad. There's this. That's really bad. This is the worst thing. And I I, I understand the patriotism of the conservative parties because their party is by design it's well let's fix our shit it starts with us yeah we're, which i like that i mindset i really like that mind i don't i don't hate i know a lot of people listen and think like first of all if you think we're like a real conservative podcast we're, we're, <laughs> i we joke with both sides so go fuck yourself yeah the the main thing with this is <clears throat> i understand why they want why conservatives and republicans want the wall Mm-hmm. It's because it kind of goes to their party's interest. We want it because it's not that they're... I wouldn't say it's... We need to strengthen ourselves. Yeah. I don't think it's a matter... Trust me. Can it be perceived as you're racist trying to stop and ha- stop helping people? Like, you're going against what the Statue of Liberty literally is standing there for? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can. 
but you could also look at it from a completely like like nonpartisan viewpoint of oh or not nonpartisan. You can look at it from a completely non-anti-conservative viewpoint and say, I see why they want it because they're afraid of the impact of those amount of people coming in illegally mm-hmm. and how it affects crime, our job market, our economy, opportunities. Like, what does it do for us in the long term? It makes sense, right? But there's a lot of things that conserv- that conservatively uh, I see flaws with, just like I do with the Democrats, where it's like, cool, I get that you want everything to be... Um, us first, right? Mm-hmm. So why are you not fixing the water in Flint? Yep. That's literally us. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's literally, it's like, it's like an OG place. Like, yeah. you're talking about, like, Flint, Michigan? That's an OG location. Why, why are we not fixing that shit? Why are we not fixing the water? Yeah. Like, that's, that's a fucking thing. Um, and I understand, trust me, I get it. There's, there's people on the party that twist it for racial reasons and people who protest it. Because it's not racial and all this other shit. I get it. I get it. I get it. But full circle back to R. Kelly. <coughs> full circle back to R. Kelly. I can't wait to see how you bridge this gap. Oh, you wait. <laughs> I actually had no idea and I was about to do something and then you said that. So now I'm like hesitating because I'm thinking Chris is going to judge the shit out of this. <laughs> out of this fucking- and you can too, listening at home. <laughs> Bringing it back to R. Kelly, the the opposing viewpoint and the bipartisan gaslighting that happens that we just talked about in the sense of how to not compromise to see the viewpoint versus compromise to see the viewpoint is the same kind of situation with the R. Kelly with this specific video I'm referencing on Twitter where the guy was referencing yeah. the R. Kelly video versus, hey, guys, let's talk about the mass rapings. Yeah, the mass rapings of early America against their like African slaves. Yeah. Like, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the mutilations and beatings and hangings and shit. Why are we just mm-hmm. forgetting the, the horrors of our own country? Like it's just, Oh yeah, that's in the history books. It's like, no, that was like 200 years ago. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like uh, it, it, it's, it's perspective. It's all perspective, right? Like, like it, I, it's hard to see, it's hard to compare the R. Kelly videos as being something we should be outraged and rele- relevant against when it comes to what this guy was talking about, which I understand, you know, like the mass incarceration within privatized prison industries. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I understand that comparison. But when you break it down, and this is like a Rick and Morty reference, when you break it down small enough to the individual actions of what's occurring, mm-hmm. that is also something that needs to be focused on. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? You can't ignore it. You can't ignore the R. Kelly stuff. Right. You know, because in the bigger picture, we can keep zooming out and talk about the prison industry. Then we could talk about, you know, the the lack of water around the world. Then we could talk about the amount of people who don't have like the access to normal health care or running water. Then we can yeah. keep zooming. We can keep zooming out and talk about climate change and how it's affecting places. And we can zoom out even further and talk about like our yeah. pollution issues and keep zooming out and talking about like we can keep doing that. Or we aliens can, are coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or we can just zoom in on this one thing that's impacting and impacting I don't think it has to be or there's big problems and there's small problems true true and well, people out there will pick their battles right and i choose to talk on a podcast about r kelly and that guy on twitter chooses to make a video about how there's bigger problems so it'll all get addressed and another reference to rick and morty it's whatever we're all gonna die yeah it's <laughs> let's watch a tv 
Yes. Yeah. Let's watch some TV. Oh boy, that was a deep start. Yeah. That was a deep fucking start. Yeah. Let's talk about butts or something now. We're talking about butts. I I don't have much to say about butts. <laughs> well, just the usual. Uh, okay. What's speaking of butts? What's an oddly specific fear of yours? Um, you, I, mm, I, it's not like an irrational fear, but it's oddly specific. The spoilers, by the way, for what's the name? Saving Private Ryan. For the next thirty seconds, I'm going to be talking about Saving Private Ryan, and then so just hit the fifteen second forward button on your podcast app of choice. Now, there's a scene when there's a sniper in the clock tower and a German guy comes in and they like try to shoot at each other and their guns fall out of their hands and the German guy takes out a knife and they get in like yeah. a classic movie knife fight. Yeah. But it doesn't end well for the American guy and the German yeah. guy is laying on top of him on the floor and the German guy is pressing all of his weight into the knife into yep. his blade and the American guy is, realizes that he's losing and goes, no, 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 stop, please stop, please stop. Uh, listen, listen, listen. And then the knife just slowly goes into him and the German guy goes, that's my biggest fear in the world. Getting slowly stabbed. Yeah. Was that 30 seconds? That was less than 30 seconds, right? Um, but yeah, having knowing that you're going to die maybe painfully and having nothing to do to be able to stop it. That would suck. You ever been in a fight? Um, like not a real fight, like with my sister. Have you okay. <coughs> and like with my friends and like right. high school and stuff like right, that. Right, but like, you like, get really angry. No, but not not, not like not like Okay. Okay. If you, like you it, and a stranger are really mad at each other, and no, 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 like, not a stranger, but like, I've, so I've been in multiple positions all the time, especially when I was training full time, mm-hmm. getting choked, mm-hmm. getting thrown, getting punched, getting kicked, getting twisted, like you know, trying to break my wrist, my fingers, my hand, my arm, my shoulder, tear mm-hmm. out my my leg. Yeah. Like, have you ever had that happen to you? Nope. Okay. That's an insane motivator. Yeah. <laughs> No, like, I know it seems obvious, but, like, there's so many people. So, this is something that I've realized that I never really took for granted until I I started doing, <coughs> until, you know, like, a play fight happens mm-hmm. with somebody or something. Or I'm just, like, joking with somebody. And because I trained in uh, Aiki Jiu-Jitsu for so long, there's small things that I've trained in. Or it's, it's, and I'm not trying to, I, I'm not trying to come off, like, as a humble brag with my abilities. I'm... I'm just an average guy, but like, <laughs> there's a lot of false understandings of fighting. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of false understandings of handling threats, mm-hmm. and it's it's very easy for me in a situation to be like, "Oh, you aren't used to fists coming at your face." Okay, I I can just fucking walk in on you. Okay, yeah. or, or oh, you don't know your you don't have footwork, so I know exactly how to trip you up. Yeah, or I know exactly how to get a get my arm slipped under so i can get an underhook like oh this is easy because you don't know why would you you never trained yeah there's a very specific situation where (coughs) either you you get hit and you realize you don't have the striking capability to defend yourself or when you're in a grappling situation and you're in a bad position yeah and you realize you are like this close to getting in a position where you cannot get out of yep where or getting stabbed yeah it's just like you it's a it's a <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not trying to compare what I've been through in training and, and like in the the situation I have been into a guy getting slowly stabbed in Private Ryan in World War Two, <laughs> but um, I'm I'm going to compare it in the sense that when you're in a situation where you're losing control, 
it's it's so primal and that's why that scene resonates because yeah. you know that you yeah. may have never been in that situation but you understand it's primal because there's nothing left you can do other than plead oh yeah exactly that's, it. Just like, that's what it is it's like because like, you're defenseless yeah there there's like i've been caught in riptide like in the ocean <laughs> like to the point where i was like fuck this is how i die this is it and it's really? just like yeah like and um in Cape Cod one time I mm-hmm. was boogie boarding fell off the boogie board mm-hmm. just decided to go with it because like sometimes falling off and getting toppled over by the waves is fun and then I like s- tried to swim forward or grab my boogie board or something and I was like in a different spot of the beach than I thought I was immediately like I got pushed like 20 feet to the side and <laughs> like I didn't realize because my eyes are closed I was getting thrown around underwater and then I like tried to swim up but like i didn't really realize which way was up and like i could feel that i was getting pulled in some direction and like my eyes were still closed because it was still all sandy and then like i started trying to swim up again and then i was like oh shit i'm kind of running out of air that's when the air starts to go yeah exactly and that's when your brain was like okay uh what are we doing now what's a new plan because like it's not just have fun in the waves now um and like i started to go up and i realized the waves are all of a sudden going a different way because riptide is like when the surface water is going towards the beach but the underneath water is going out towards the ocean pulling you yeah yeah i started going up and and, (laughs) oh man it was fucking terrifying and then there's certain parts where all of the water is just going out into the ocean depending on like how the Mm. beach is shaped and stuff like that and i was caught there and i finally like surfaced surfaced for like a second another wave came like i got like a a gasp and oh dude that happened to me when uh, i keep got to but you yeah. boarding and fucking up and then i was really out of breath surfaced was able to kind of tread water a little bit um started swimming back towards shore and then realized i should just stop wade water for a little bit and just breathe re-catch my breath because if that happened again on my way back to shore <laughs> that would definitely be it <laughs> so that's happened to me a few times but the biggest riptide incident for me was i was getting pulled yeah and i was like wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute the, that lifeguard <laughs> was in front of me and now it's all the way to yeah. my left and I was like oh shit I need to climb out I need to get out of this yeah and I remember <clears throat> I was so tired because mm-hmm. I was like 12 yeah trying to do this <laughs> I was like but you know what's cool and I think it, it's a nerve I like touching and that's why I do all the physical shit I do mm-hmm. because it was the feeling of like this overwhelming odd yeah of you need to fucking get through this somehow yeah exactly and it was just timed and I just thought to myself <laughs> fucking swim i could do this or die yeah it it was just you fucking swim yeah exactly and i started swimming and i was getting tired and my arms burned and i you know you can't feel anything because you're going numb because it's cold and you're just running out of breath and you know but everything's on fire at the same time but it was that nerve of just fuck it keep going yep exactly and that's (laughs) and i think i like how yours doesn't have any consequences (laughs) you're conscious it's just like go do it i think that's why like everybody does like tough mutters and like those hardcore yeah. spartan it's everybody, because aka you their, their body gets to that point yeah. you know and my body got to the point multiple times in tough mutter yeah when i did the one up in vermont where it was just my light gave out you have to keep going and it's just you don't have to but like you, you know you have to you pre- yeah exactly <laughs> primarily i was just like fucking do it either yeah. i die or i finish yeah exactly simple i die or i finish oh well yeah exactly <laughs> it's just and you keep going yeah, that's you keep cool. going right it's <laughs> But it's different from getting choked by somebody. <laughs> yeah. Like when somebody's got their like legs hooked around your waist and they have your back. Yep. And you're trying to cover up 
and they're able to just start slip their hands under and you tuck your chin to try to protect it <laughs> so then they push over and slip the other hand under and then all of a sudden you go oh fuck that oh. hand just got under yep and so you try to get her to do that and then they come up and they pull back jesus and all of a sudden <laughs> they constrict and that's that, that's first of all if if, if I don't know how many people train listening, but if you don't know, you don't pull in a choke. A lot of people think you're pulling. Mm-hmm. You you don't. You you just squeeze. you flex. Yeah, you flex and you pull your body. You tuck your body into like a ball. Yeah, exactly. So like, like when you start snake. to feel that and you feel the legs tighten too, you, and then you, I weigh a hundred and maybe thirty five pounds. So I'm trying to fight off this two hundred ten pound dude. Yeah, who's on my back? Who's fucking beginning to squeeze <laughs> and I can't get out of it? You're just like fuck, fuck, fuck. And they start to fucking just, and then they just go for it because they sense an opening. Yep. Where you can't fight back, just, even if it's just for a second of weakness, they know you're fatiguing, and then they just go, "Oh, you can't get the grip out. You can't get my hands. I'm going to keep moving over and pushing my hips into the side, so you're forced outward, and then I can just, and then they hit it. <laughs> that immediate constriction is just, it like that's exactly, Tap. yeah, yeah, and just shit. But like. <laughs> I hope I gave you a, a, an accurate feeling. Yeah, of what I it's feel like. like I'm dying right now. <laughs> you, have, you, I feel like I'm in VR and I'm losing. Yeah, it's um, it's an it's an insane feeling, but it's a different type of panic than when somebody has your arm. Yeah, because when you start to feel your limb go in a position where it's like, okay, that's that's really tight, the and then that they, rubber band, and you know that like this is just the start position. The yeah. goal is to make the wrist go back in a circle. Yeah. So when you start pushing it down. I'm doing a uh, I'm doing a Kimura for those who, if you know what I'm talking about, I'm trying to showcase a Kimura. When you like push it out and you start to go, oh shit! So your upper body moves upward, mm-hmm. and then they throw their shoulder into your upper body to pin you back on the ground, and they just fucking keep going. It's it's that feeling like you're about to break my fucking arm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's. It's this weird, like, all I'm saying is that I understand your reaction to your, like, that fear yeah. of that knife coming of in. no control, and yeah. you're going to die. Yeah, like, I understand why that would be a fear. And I, I'm trying to say it's not really a fear for, I never thought of that as a fear. Mm-hmm. I think it's because I've gotten fucked up enough times. Where You've it's just like, dealt with it a bunch. Well, not, like, life-threatening, but enough to the point where it's like, oh, this sucks, I'm going to get hurt, I'm going to die, or whatever, like, <laughs> you get to that point of, yeah. well, I did what I could. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. GG. Yeah. <coughs> My greatest fear. Yeah. Is this your this is your greatest fear? Mm-hmm. Or is this like your oddly specific fear? Or does oh, it happen oh, to be sorry, both? Sorry, sorry. Is this uh, this is oddly specific, right? Yeah, mine's oddly specific, specifically getting stabbed and I don't want to be stabbed. Like there are other things, like you can hold my head underwater until I drown. That one is like, oh fuck, this sucks, but knife going in because someone wants to it in to be in me and i don't want to so so here's the crazy thing i'm scared of a lot of things i'm scared of heights i'm scared of spiders i'm scared of fucking you know deep sea oh i have another one actually um my i think my oddly specific fear the one that freaks me out the absolute most is probably being in a situation where i have no control of changing the outcome so Mm -hmm. if i'm in a plane yep and then the wing gets ripped off yep because a bird hit the you engine and to, blew up. You just have That's to my greatest fear. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's nothing I can do to change the outcome. I, that is not a fear for me. I would just accept that that happened. 
Like if I saw that, if I got the window seat next to the plane and I see an ostrich flying, a <laughs> 30,000 feet gets sucked into the engine and it explodes and then the wing gets torn off and I see that we're starting to go into a nosedive, I just breathe and just wait until I'm dead. You know another big fear of mine? Fuck else you, you know what you know what freaks me out all the time in movies? Mm-hmm. When it's either <coughs> they're similar. When they're in a submarine. Yeah. In a crack forms. Ooh, that's a good one. And they draw it out so you hear like the like you hear the hull yeah. begin to like squeeze. Yeah. Um they did this a lot with U five seven one. Mm-hmm. Because they dove so deep. The movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then when they dove so deep and it was just like, we're taking it to a depth we never, no sub has ever gone before. And you like the bulk, like that exact, spoiler alert, the exact <laughs> scene where everything is cracking. You could hear Groaning under pressure. And then finally getting... the valves burst. Yeah. And they're like, there's a panic. We have to go. We have to go up. Yep. And they went down so far. It's like, we're fucked. We have to just slowly float up. We have no choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like, wish people could hear that face <laughs> that you just made. Like, like the dude, the, the the idea of water coming in. Yeah. And you're at the bottom of the ocean. Even in a fucking boat. Like, yeah. I remember watching Titanic and freaking out. Being yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, that's terrifying. You're in a situation where nature is winning and you can't fight nature. You can't fight the ocean. You can't fight the ocean. Yeah. You're going to lose. That. <coughs> That along, like I said, there were two things. Like that's basically one of them, right? Like yeah. drowning in the ocean while on a ship or sub, and or can't like it. falling out of a plane and yada yada. <sighs> what about? I was gonna say the other one, the Ali specific one, is uh, and it happens all the time in movies when somebody blow like self self sacrifices, they suicide with a bomb, mm-hmm. and it's just like, can you imagine having to press the button? Oh, to like yourself? Like, imagine you're, you're Bruce Willis in Armageddon. Yeah. You're on the asteroid. You just watched your future yeah. son-in-law shoot off, and you go, well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Flick the button, and it's just... Your thumbs hovering over the red button, and you just have to move your thumb one inch. <laughs> it won't hurt. <laughs> and then it's... Uh, but how do you know? <laughs> That's true. No one's ever been able to ask anybody who's blown up an asteroid that they've been on. But even just... You also, know, spoiler alert for Armageddon. Think about it when... <laughs> Are they really going to leave Bruce Willis but, on the asteroid? But, but think about it with, like... Imagine just, like, the base... You ever see The Kingsman? The yeah. second one? No. No spoilers for that one, okay. please. Just think I of, care about the movies that I haven't seen. Fuck all of you who just think about Just Armageddon. think about those movies where people... It's not even a giant nuke. It's just a bomb. Yeah. Or mine. It's a grenade. Or mine or grenade. Yeah. And it's just, you know what I mean? And it's just, that's a huge, it's just, yep. Yikes, yikes, yikes. Another one for me, spoilers for The Walking Dead. Did you watch The Walking Dead at all? I watched like, I watched up until, what's his name, Rick? Yeah. Found his family. Okay. I found his wife and then I stopped watching. Okay, I was like, so oh, cool. season one. Yeah. <laughs> episode two, maybe? Yeah. I was like, cool. This is oh, episode three because yeah. two is when he gets in the city. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, episode yeah. three. Okay, cool. And then I was like, so season seven or eight, maybe. I was like, Just okay. Negan, Negan in a baseball bat was horrifying to me. It's very similar to my Saving Private Ryan yeah. scene. Yeah. Um, <coughs> but it's more mean. 
Um, yeah. Another one, you said you have a fear of heights. I mm. don't. I've gone, I've done the thing that they did in Ferris Bueller in the Sears Tower where you lean your head against the window and you look mm-hmm. down at the city floor. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the way it's angled or whatever, you can see literally straight down below you. So, I mean, I went skydiving. So, okay. <laughs> But if you did that, and then all of a sudden you heard the groaning, and the building shook, yeah, waved a little bit, slowly back up, would and you then still be run? <laughs> would you be afraid if you were like, "Oh look, I'm looking straight down," and, I, then, and then you yes. felt everything go? I have a rational fear of heights, you where like, like if that window wasn't there, you could not find me near the edge <laughs> of that thing. <laughs> I've also I've stood uh, the cliffs of Moher in Ireland that are like nice. 200 feet up into the ocean. Um, I've gotten like four feet away from that cliff's edge. Um, but that's like a that's different. Used, that's I, not a man-made building. No, that's no, no, cliff. no. That's still like I, I've had nightmares as a kid that I was on a the edge mm-hmm. of like a bridge, like one of those like swinging break. rope bridges. Oh, okay. And I was crawling on it. Yeah. And it's swinging and it's moving up and down. Yeah. Or if you, I remember going over the Golden Gate, mm-hmm. walking it and looking down. Yeah. And I was thinking, oh fuck, <laughs> like like. People yep. jump off this to kill themselves. Yeah. This is fucking and insane. It works a lot of the time. There's signs on each side of if you've never been, the Golden yeah. Gate. It says like, don't kill yourself. Here's the suicide number. Yeah. It's not worth it. <clears throat> it's insane because you look down and you think, Yeah, this is a height that's gonna kill me. Mm-hmm. This is fucking holy shit. Yeah. I'm too close to death right now. Yeah. It's just I'm I'm standing on top of metal mm-hmm. that hopefully doesn't bend or break. Yeah. That's um, that's it. My irrational fear. I have like reverse <laughs> vertigo. So like that fear of heights, tingly, like uh, like lightheadedness that you get that I don't get. Mm-hmm. Um, I have when I'm like in New York City looking up at buildings when I'm really? on the city street. This this freaks me out so much. I walked up to the Empire State Building, placed my hand on the side of the wall and looked up at it and like wanted to like glue my entire body to the ground because like i don't know what it is i discovered this fear when i was in like third grade gym someone like we were playing um dodgeball or someone and someone like punted the ball and it got stuck in the rafters or whatever and i just looked up at it and i was like why is it so high (laughs) and like i just freaked out and like collapsed to the ground um, not like dramatically so collapsed, weird, I've never but like heard of kneeled that. down. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Okay. I've talked to other people about it, and they're like, they have it? every once in a while, people are like, oh yeah, dude, I can't do cities. Just looking up, like if somebody drops, a let's go of a balloon at a parade. I'm like, I'm sure he balloons up there, but I'm not looking at it. <laughs> it's weird for me. It's just it's the straight like imagine like oh god. Here's another situational thing. You're in a helicopter. Mm-hmm. And we all know what it sounds like because we've seen it in enough movies when the helicopter fails. Bleep, 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 yep, bleep. Yep. And then <laughs> and the whole thing starts. <laughs> the whole thing starts spinning. <laughs> yeah. Oh like, man, that terrified. Imagine being overseas. Like, wow, I can't believe LA is so beautiful. What's happening? Did you hear this happened in Brazil a couple days ago? Fucking Brazil helicopter tour. Yeah, there's also a subreddit called. <laughs> Either, like, of course it's Brazil, or, like, that has to be Brazil, or something like that. What happened? Uh, it was a helicopter on a tour, crashed in some town, and, like, fell. I th- want the pilot died, and a passerby died on the ground. Fuck that, right? You're just going grocery shopping, all of a sudden you're cut in half by a helicopter blade? Another situational, have you seen the, the videos on Reddit, like, when somebody's walking on the street, and then they just dive out the way just as a car is, like, flipping Ugh. at 80 miles per hour? Yeah. Nope. It's just like, oh, fuck it. They just miss them by like a hair. Yeah. Or like 
is that one where a, a car gets like um like what's it called sandwich wrapped wrapped around like a telephone pole there's a guy standing on the other end of the telephone pole and it's like skids into it sideways at 80 miles per hour and just go poof, and like glass just like shoots all around him uh and he just like walks away <laughs> it's like fuck that what the fuck oh that's oh excuse me i didn't see you there uh, that shit's terrifying yeah that shit's We're fragile and life can end at any moment that's you know what else i watched a uh, blue planet 2 mm-hmm. the other day um is that the newest one newest the, that's David the latest blue planet on netflix yeah it's and i always talk about the story because i've swam with dolphins before and every, everybody goes oh that's really cool you swam with dolphins and i go yeah yeah, I swam with dolphins they go that's cute but usually the people who say that haven't swam with dolphins and i will say this <laughs> dolphins are yes they're like the dogs of the sea they're very happy and playful mm-hmm. i was fucking terrified not be, by dolphins but once i saw once i experienced dolphins in their environment mm-hmm. most people experience dolphins in human environments you're on land they're in an aquarium or they're a tank in a pool. <laughs> yeah and you're seeing inside of it yeah. when you're in it yeah and you're just like floating in the water because you're just like a, a fucking amorphous blob <laughs> with soft skin yeah. and like no muscle and yeah. no ability to really fend for yourself in the water yeah exactly and you see something literally the size of a car or bigger than like a sedan like a really are they that big? They're fucking huge. Jeez. They're, imagine something as long and as like tall as that with its fin. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's the size of a car. Holy cow. At least. <laughs> Zooming around <laughs> fucking in the water. Doing laps around you for fun. Going all around you, shooting all the way to the bottom, coming right at you, then going right up in front of you and jumping out the water. You're like, oh, fuck. And, it just lands. <laughs> and you go, oh, God, this thing could just kill me. Like, if it wanted to. If it just wanted to poke me really hard at. 35 yeah. miles per hour it's going to <laughs> and it's going to explode me like a balloon just like we don't belong in the ocean yeah i don't care how good of a swimmer you are no you're it's, not as good as a dolphin it's well that's a playful thing yeah. imagine a predator exactly like imagine an orca a fucking or something predator, like an orca or a shark there's that video i saw recently of a like a speedboat riding around <laughs> the ocean and the orcas were playing in its wake yeah the, the speedboat was like hauling ass and you could tell because it was just mist shooting yeah. by the camera and the camera's just like <laughs> vibrating not even bouncing and the orcas were just like when you look backwards and you see what the orca's doing it just looked like they're on cruise control mm-hmm. and they're just shooting out of the wake and it's a boat it's a man-made machine that is going as fast as it can <laughs> And they're like, hey, where are you guys? Where are you going? Where are you going? Oh, this is... Oh, look. Are you playing? <laughs> yeah. It's fucking terrifying. Like, hey, do you know we could kill you very easily if we wanted to? Even if you're in that boat? <laughs> and they fucking... They're smart. Orcas are smart, too. Yeah, they're diabolical. Did you see the this the, the seal attack on the ice flow? Maybe, where they play with the seal. Oh, no. no. When they, like... When they fucking, like... Yeah. Plan a flank attack on it. Yeah. And they fucking flood it off the ice Jesus, flow. yeah. So, for those who don't know, there's a video that they captured... That somebody captured of orcas trying to get this one seal. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't get it because the seal was on an ice flow. So, they're like, okay, we can't jump... They were trying to jump on it... Yeah. ...to get it, and they couldn't. They kept sliding off. Yep. So, they said, okay. So, these four orcas go deep. And they go all the way back. And the seal has no idea. The seal's like... Derp. They went away. (laughs) So the seal is on the ice flow. These four orcas, all of a sudden you see this like current 
and it's the orcas in four of them in formation, formation going full speed at the ice flow and right before the ice flow they jump all they all dive out the water dive right back in the water to and create a wave yeah. that goes on the ice flow and, and washes the seal off the seal off into the water and then they got it yeah and then seals can swim at like fucking 30 miles per hour but orcas can swim at the speed of light so you're fucked and the size of like school buses that's so like i couldn't even come up with that <laughs> I'd just try for hours to get on the, the ice flow. Yeah. Get off the fucking and ice They're like, flow. all right, guys, we're doing the flying H. <laughs> get get back. We're going to start from 100 paces out. It's fucking insane. And go. And <laughs> it's fucking insane. Like, yeah. And dolphins are smart, too. They, um, they recorded dolphins killing sharks. Yeah. Like, they would have one, like, tag, like, get the shark to tag it. They'd dogfight. <laughs> So, yeah, so it's like, okay, cool, shark's on my six. And then <laughs> this one dolphin has the shark distracted. And yeah. it's like, okay, guys, it's on my six. And then they come from the side, full speed. Clever girl. And they hit, yeah, and they hit the gills. Yeah. And they fucking stun it. And then they would grab it. Or orcas did this. Now, uh, dolphins did the gill attack. Mm-hmm. Orcas didn't even, like, bite through a shark. There was a scene where they grabbed a shark and just went underwater and didn't move. And they drowned it. Yeah. And it was, they know that they, they noticed, they know it needs to move to breathe. Yeah. And they killed it by stopping yeah. its mobility. They just put it in a chokehold. <laughs> they fucking. And there was something else that a seal can like, or uh, an orca can kill something else by diving to a depth that it can't survive at. Like, yeah. Like imagine being tied to an orca and the orca wants to kill you. It's like, <laughs> cool. How does 20,000 feet deep sound for you? <laughs> Like, you got an air tank. I don't care. I'm going to crush your lungs now. Yeah, yeah. And, and then it kills you, and then it swims back up for lunch. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking insane. So, it's just... Oh, and they're so sexy. Like, orcas? damn, they look cool. They do look cool. Yeah. Dolphins look cool, too. But, like, <coughs> going back to, like, the fragile nature of humans in water, watching that makes you realize how much of a ecosystem we don't belong in within the water. Yeah. It's just we barely belong on Earth. Louis, <laughs> to talk about Louis again. Oh, and I have something else to talk about. Oh, Louis too. Good, good. Do it, do it, um, do it, do it, do it. Louis has that joke of <laughs> like <laughs> humans are like it has to be not too cold, not too hot, just <laughs> perfect. And it's like, why wasn't it? Why wouldn't it be like if it was ninety degrees? We just walk around naked, like yeah, fuck it. <laughs> it's like no, we gotta make air conditioners and sweaters and shit like that. Um, someone recorded bootleg like 10 minute skit that or bit that louie did on one of his new uh not specials but one of his new stand-ups that he just did at like the comedy seller or oh, one of his more one of his sets you mean yeah yeah from like a month or less ago okay a month or less ago i didn't hear this what happened uh <laughs> i mean i just listened to the bit and it was hilarious it's louie but it's louie talking about what it's like to be louie now <laughs> Um, and he started with like, Hey everybody, thanks for coming. You guys ever just had a all around bad year? <laughs> like, What's the worst year you've ever had? Have you ever had like 365 days in a row of just straight shit? <laughs> uh, it was, it was interesting to hear. Was it good? It was pretty good. It was funny. I laughed. It's, it's, it's Louie. <laughs> I miss him. Yeah. But, uh, he's like, I'm, I still live in New York. I used to love New York. I loved New York right up until a year ago because everybody <laughs> recognized me and they'd be like, Hey Louie, now I fucking hate New York. <laughs> <He's>, 
And then he said, I'd rather live in a uh, in a concentration camp. And everyone was like, ooh. And he's like, well, I mean, not back then. Like, a concentration camp now. Like, <laughs> where they bring people from high school trips on a tour. I'd rather live there than New York. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> but have you ever had an all-around bad year? Because That's a good bit. That's a good bit. That's a good bit. Like we were talking about it last week. It's the self... Uh, deprecating. Yeah, self-deprecating humor. <coughs> Even though I'm sure some, a lot of people, and rightfully so, rightfully so, goddamn, I can't speak, uh, would be like, oh, you can't joke about how hard it is to be you after sexually assaulting people. <coughs> but he can. He can because it's comedy. And he did. And he did. And, and a lot of people laughed. Yeah. And I laughed. Yeah. Quick question. Yeah, hey. Uh, what sequels are better than the originals? Uh, aliens. Um, All of them? Like every other movie is better than the original? Aliens is better than Alien. Alien 2, essentially. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, although, it's a very different type of movie. Uh, Terminator 2 is better than Terminator. Okay. Um, I mean, there are like... about modern movies? Not classic vintage movies. Ah, there was one I saw recently where I was like, holy shit, this is so much better than the first one. And I really like the first <laughs> one. Uh, fuck. Uh, Toy Story 2 and 3 are better than 1. I think the Toy Story movies get better with each number. Okay. 3 is better than 2, 2 is better <clears throat> than 1. Okay. Do you got any? There's a lot. It's like... Uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, I was gonna say Star Wars. Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back. Um, uh, I think Lord of the Rings. Yep. Uh, yeah. Lord of the Rings. I mean, if you go by number of Oscars, <laughs> do you know Return of the King is tied for the most Oscars for one movie? With Ben Hur from right. the fifties. Both of them have eleven Oscars. <clears throat> also, okay. both of them were nominated. Or no. I forget. They were both nominated and won 11 Oscars, and the record is 11, but I don't think the nomination record is 11. I think there was some movie that was nominated for more, but didn't win as much. Um, yeah, I, I don't really... I can't really think of many all the time. I had, like, modern movies. Oh, speaking of movies, guess what I finally saw? Ooh, what? Uh, Mission Impossible. Oh, Yeah. Uh, Mission Impossible 7 is better than Mission Impossible 1. <coughs> I was actually going to talk about that when you're talking about the helicopter falling down. Because that scene has a good helicopter crash. Or that movie has a good <laughs> helicopter crash scene. What did you think of that movie? Uh, that it was incredible. It. I saw it again with my dad uh, a couple weeks ago. It was so good. Yeah. Uh, Dark Knight is better than Batman Begins. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Um, Dark Knight's fucking incredible. Spider-Man 2 is better than Spider-Man 1 with Tobey Maguire. Doc Ock one versus the Green Goblin one. I'm looking up a list, by the way. I'm cheating. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> uh, Back to the Future 2 is better than Back to the Future 1, depending on who you ask. Depending on who you ask. Um, there's some interesting movies on here. Uh, Mad Max 2 Fury, and Fury, Fury Road, Road are better than the first one. First one, I don't even consider a Mad Max movie. <laughs> no, it was a car movie in the day. Yeah. That's that's kind of what it was. And then it was like this weird desert post-apocalypse movie. <coughs> uh, but yeah, dude, Mission Impossible Fallout is like... That movie 
is why I go to the movies. That movie is so you liked it that much? Fun. Yeah. That movie's a 10 for me. See, when I think of... Yeah. When, it's, I th- when I think of fun, I think of, like, Avengers. Yeah. Those are also super fun. Because, <laughs> like, it's... The story was cool. The acting was all awesome. The twists were amazing. The set pieces were cool. The villain was cool. The dialogue was good. The cinematography was amazing. Tom Cruise did all of his own stunts again. Broke his foot. Yeah. That shot ended up being in the final movie. I will movie. say this. I, I don't think it was a 10. I think it was possibly the best Mission Impossible movie. I think so. It was just... Three was always my favorite because it was like a really cool thriller movie. Yeah. But this one is set piece after set piece after set piece for like two hours straight. And I think I said to you after I watched it... <laughs> I have never squeezed my butthole for so long. Like it was, I was just like, oh my God, like I know he's the main character, but this is where he dies. Uh, Imagine if they killed him off. So good. That would be something. <laughs> I don't know. Speaking of that, I just watched infinity wars today. Again. For the first time. No, again. Oh, okay. Again. Jesus. No, I saw it in the movie theater. I, that is the, now the Marvel movie I've seen most. I think I've, I've only, seen it like seven or eight times. Now I've now only seen it twice. Yeah. It's, it's a good movie. I feel like it loses its shine the more you watch it because you know all the big moments. Yeah. I like it, though. It's like listening to my favorite album. <laughs> True. Like, like, Oh, yeah, here's this crescendo <laughs> that I love. That's a good blah, point. Blah, blah. That's a good point. It's... um, And I, I I have noticed there are lots of movies and TV shows that are have way more of this effect, but I notice something new every time I watch that movie. Like what? Like the fourth time I watched it, I realized that the Infinity Stone that he uses like in each thing like when he creates a portal when he turns that big rock thing into bats that capture or that flies around tony stark when he blows something up each infinity gem that he's using glows when he uses it so every time he does a reality stone power when he turns drax into blocks and when he turns mantis into a spring and when he turns the the gun into bubbles the redstone glows and you hear a little like really quietly yeah. every single yeah. time he uses it yeah, like here's the part where <clears throat> Tony Stark drops the giant pillar of rock on him while he's on Titan. Right before he does it, you see his uh, the purple stone glow really quickly, and then it explodes because of the power stone. <coughs> Every single one. Here's a question, because somebody points it out today that I was watching the movie with. said, the majority of this movie is special effects. Yep. I said, you're right. It looks really good, and I can only imagine... The people who are on that fucking project having to make that shit happen. And yeah. they said, yeah, I can't. They probably worked literally seven days a week for a year to yeah. make this movie look this good. Mm-hmm. So my question to you is, do you think this movie will still retain its value because of how good it looks and sounds and ties together just visually mm-hmm. in like eight years? Because um, part of it that looks so good is why it's so good. Yeah, like it's it's because you don't go oh there's CGI you fall into the universe exactly it's, because it's, it's past uncanny valley, like you look at Thanos and you think man that's a really big purple actor, because <laughs> like I've never seen a more real looking CGI thing in my life, like maybe <coughs> Caesar from Planet of the Apes the new Planet of the Apes movies I've never seen Planet of the Apes the newer ones no not the newer ones oh, they're so good they are really good. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> they're cool and each one is like a completely different style of movie but they keep following the same story it's cool okay um, but yeah dude that movie looks good like, and yes I do think, think it still will hold up because I look at that movie like oh my god that looks so amazing the, like the same amount that I look back at Avatar 
That's where I was going. I was about to get that up. I watched uh, scenes from Avatar recently, and that movie looks like it could have come out in 2019 and still blown people away by how good it looks. That movie holds up. It still looks so good. But then you look back at movies like Spider-Man 1 with the Tobey Maguire Green Goblin ones. That movie looks like hot dookie. It is so, so bad. And there are so many other movies like it. But Star Wars does retain that value. Yeah. How? Practical effects. Not always. A lot of of things that hold up are practical effects. A A lot lot of of the prequels look like hot dookie. Uh, and it's just because, like, wow, there's a whole obviously CGI city, but you don't think that when you see the Death Star, although when you see the Death Star in the originals, you're like, that is a fake ball of whatever it is. But it's still a tangible, real thing. You're looking well, at it because and you're thinking, when they that's did, a thing that was Because filmed. when they did the fly-in and stuff like that, they yeah. used actual set pieces. Exactly. They yeah. used, like, a 20-foot-long styrofoam trench. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they had a little tiny model X-Wing flying in it. Yeah. It's real. Like, it lo- doesn't look real but it is a real thing the thing that you're looking at is real. you think we recognize that and that's why yeah exactly okay. instead of like polygons i think that's why aliens i think so like the alien franchise stands up yeah because Practical they've effects. done they've done it for so long yeah like that's part of what was so terrifying yeah was because the alien was such a it was an actual that's why jurassic park was so terrifying and so good yep because they use an actual giant Surpri- dinosaur set. surprising amount of that was cgi though like the T-Rex during the rain where it like uh, bites the car and chases Jeff Goldblum with the torch. That was all CGI. Right. But when it's really like, well done. But though. when it's like sniffing around the car and yeah. knocking into it. When it and does shit. the like the yeah. breath on the window. That's a real giant dinosaur. That's why it's terrifying. Yeah. That was. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> it's it's huge. It's this huge thing that you could reach out and touch. Um, I just you can see the rain just like. Like the water on it, yep, and the way it blinks, <laughs> yeah. and it was just like, oh, this yeah. is scary. Oh man, I love movies. Here's a controversial thing: I don't love movies. Okay, <laughs> my girlfriend hates movies. Well, why okay. do you hate movies? I don't. Okay. Are you? Why do you not like? Let movies? me rephrase. My girlfriend that. hates movies. Let me rephrase that. I don't hate movies. Like I don't want. Clearly, if you listen to this podcast, yeah. <laughs> I just. You know what it is? It's because I'm old, mm-hmm. and I don't want to go through the emotional roller coaster of the movie because it's so emotionally taxing. In like two hours, dude. I don't know if you went through a roller coaster. I went through a roller coaster for Infinity War. <laughs> that roller coaster yeah. was just fucking okay. I'm I'm excited to see an Avengers movie, and then you hear the beginning sounds. It's like, oh fuck, here we go. Oh, there's like, no Marvel <laughs> theme song. <laughs> They're just. <laughs> People are dying already. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, to me, it was the... With movies, it's always like... A th- so here's a perfect example. Um, everybody wants me to watch Black Swan. Yeah. Right? That movie will make you feel weird. <laughs> it's. I know it's an amazing movie. I yeah. know it's incredible. I know it's one of... It's probably Natalie Portman's A performance. Like her yeah. number one performance. But I know there's a dark, twisted part in the movie... And there's a lot of the movies very dark and twisted. And there's a suffering part to the movie, and it's just like I get bombarded with so much shit mm-hmm. about suffering and despair, yeah, and difficulty and anguish and loss on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. I don't need to watch it in a movie with a fuck. I don't need to see it with a fucking you know theme song. I I, I don't I don't <laughs> yeah. need a soundtrack to this. Yeah. Like, I deal with this type of shit enough, you know? And that's 
That's where I come from on it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you feel the same? Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of movies that I could just throw on like an episode of The Office. Like you get home, you unwind, you start making some dinner, you throw on The <coughs> Office. It's it's neutral. It's calming. It's fun. Like the Mission Impossible is a movie like that for me. Infinity War is a movie like that for me. It's just so fun. Um, and I know that you know, the consequences in Infinity War are real. Everybody's coming back in the next one anyway. But, but regardless, it's just like, I don't want to see this guy suffer. Yeah. I don't want to see this person be in pain. I don't want to see this person have to go through loss. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I hear enough stories about it on a daily basis. I see it all the time. Yeah. And- Movies like Black Swan, though, <sighs> that's a movie that I could be like, okay, this is really good. I'll go to the movies to see it. I'll rent it. It's on Netflix or whatever. I'll watch it once. I'll get ready. I won't do anything. I know it's going to ruin my night, so I'll have some ice cream ready. And I'll watch it, and I'll be like, wow, what an amazing movie. Ugh. Eat some ice cream. Throw in the office as a palate cleanser. Go it's ahead. like Saving Piper Ryan. Yeah, dude. It's like... That movie is so good. It's so but, good, but it's I want to watch it again, but it hurts. It, it's just... It's an... Inve- it's like... It's I, an emotional investment. It, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And that's how I feel about a lot of movies. So now when somebody's like, you want to watch a movie? I go, what movie uh, is it? Unless it's Mission Impossible 7. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you like this movie that much. I loved it. I was like giggling throughout that movie because of how much fun I was having. Now, what is it about that franchise that you love so much? It's like, it's Fast and the Furious levels of stupidity, but it takes itself more serious. Stupidity? Like what? Like, have you been keeping up on the Fast and the Furious franchise? Unfortunately, I get dragged to those, yes. <laughs> you shut your yap those movies are amazing uh, uh they <laughs> their plan to steal this satellite weapon so first movie was about stealing vcrs let me keep reminding you of that the no, first movie was about he's a fbi agent who infiltrates a gang of car racers whatever who oh, illegally drag race yeah who illegally drag race and they steal vcrs and tvs off of trucks that's what the first movie is about. Right. The last one, there's a satellite that these bad, this evil corporation is going to launch and take control over everybody or whatever. So their idea to catch this, to stop the satellite and intercept it is to launch a bunch of racing cars out of the back of a cargo plane, parachute them down to the ground, drive up next to this coach bus that has the satellite <laughs> on it and hop into it and get the shit and whatever. And the last one, they f- were chased by a submarine while they were driving on a big ice whatever flow that's why i but, can't care for that movie they're so fun how is that fun <laughs> it's so just stupid <laughs> i'm literally wa- i'm literally watching it especially in the scenes that are that there's so there's there's so michael bay lens flare on megan fox's ass as yeah. you go up it's it's just that's dumb. That's dumb. That's the fucking the whole movie is that. The whole movie like I remember seeing the scene where it's just it's like all these jack dudes that are just shiny on the beach, like because they're sweaty, and like yeah. girls in like thong bikinis just dancing, woo, and it's just playing this really bad like Latin hip hop dubstep, dubstep, and then it leads to just yeah, you want to race, boom, 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 yeah, it's like oh yeah, we'll do it, white knuckle the fucking squeeze the steering wheel, we're gonna do this, and I'm just looking at it, just going, I, I paid money for this, yeah, you did. I can't you got believe. your money's worth no uh, those movies this is so my bad. reaction to multiple scenes of that movie especially that opening <laughs> scene this is literally what I did if this is the movie theater seat I did this I went <laughs> lean back 
<laughs> Lean back, rub the sweat off your forehead, sigh. <laughs> I did that multiple times throughout that movie. Yeah. And when it opened like that, <coughs> it's beautiful. I just went, oh, fuck. How long is this movie? And I looked at my watch. I like, think oh, you're shit. going into them with the wrong mindset. No, I'm going Me? into it knowing it's a hot pile of dookie and I don't want to see it. So I go into it in a very similar mindset. First of all, they're not hot piles of dookie. It's a big dumb pile of dookie. But they're, I don't know what the <laughs> distinction is there. But me and my friends go, guys, there's a new Fast and Furious. Have you seen the trailer? It looks so dumb. Get your tickets. We're going to sit in, right in the middle of the best seats in the IMAX theater. And we're going to experience this. Those movies are also pretty highly rated on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Just because of their pure entertainment value. They're no substance... All Think of Flash. Here, here's a fucking, here's a fucking uh, twister for you. The Bumblebee Transformers movie was rated at ninety eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I was going to say, say that again, but it went up to ninety eight. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this again. A Transformers movie, yeah, Transformers reboot movie, kind of was rated a ninety eight percent, yeah, on Rotten Tomatoes. I want to see it really bad. I didn't until I saw that. I'm like, oh, they must have figured out what people want to see in a Transformers movie. How many Transformers movies have there been? That's like number six, I think, or maybe seven. <coughs> I saw Transformers 1. I was like, okay. I like Transformers 1. Yeah. I did like Transformers 1. I was 1. like, okay, that's interesting. This that's isn't bad. Cool this slow is- motion set pieces. When they cha- when they transform, it sounds like dubstep for whatever reason, but that's cool. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Transformers 2 was an insult to moviegoers everywhere. You think so? That's the one with the giant robot with big uh, wrecking ball nuts and the two stereotypical... Um, oh, that's when it turned. That's when it became Fast and the Furious. Uh, kind that, it of. was Fast and the Furious. It with tried robots. to be like that tongue-in-cheek was, Fast and Furious. It was robot Fast and Furious. Yeah, but Fast and Furious does it well. I, they were doing the same thing, but Fast and Furious does it well. But three apparently was trash. Four trash. Five was like the reboot with Mark, Wal- Mark Wahlberg trash. I think there was maybe a sixth one, and then this one's like a reboot of the franchise. Like, okay, here's. Bumblebee dealing with like Cybertron stuff, not dumb Earth stuff. I think that's what it's about. And it takes place in the 80s or 90s. Somebody finds a car. Yeah. The car is a Transformer. Yep. Transformer has to save the planet by fighting off the bad bad robots. Yep. The bad robots have the upper hand up until the very, very end. Sure. There's a sacrifice somewhere in the movie by one of the good robots. Yep. The good guys win. Yeah. That's just, the first one, and pretty close to what the trailer for Bumblebee looks like. <laughs> Although I think it's a little different. They they, they I'm not shook so, up the formula. So here's bit, the thing: with that formula, I'm not saying you have to kill like the main character for it to be like, oh wow, it's so shocking. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just saying it's it's literally the same thing, scene by scene, in each movie. Yeah. I'm not defending Transformers movies, by the way. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. You I know. are right. <laughs> Another good, highly rated movie. What do you think of this? Aquaman. I saw it. It was fun. You saw it? Yeah. It was. Uh, it was Thor in the ocean. If you like the flashy otherworldliness of the Thor movies, it's that underwater. It's very formulaic. There are some parts that were bad, but it was uh, mostly fun throughout the whole thing. Jason Momoa is a cool 
different version of an Aquaman. It's like a is, surfer bro. Is it the best DC movie they've made? E, no. Wonder besides, Woman. besides Wonder Woman. Yes. Wonder Woman, I think, is above a DC movie. Yeah. <laughs> Wonder <It's> Wo- transcended <laughs> DC movie. Uh, yeah. Wonder Woman is is like the Black Panther level of this is just a good fucking movie that happens to fall in this universe, regardless <laughs> if it had to be with superheroes. Yeah. We could take away everything involving this superhero universe. Yeah. These are still fucking. I mean, Wonder Woman's very still a, like a DC superhero movie. No, but I'm saying if that was not Wonder Woman, it was. It was, I don't know. It was like, you know. This girl from. It was su- it was Lady Super Elf. And it was about like, you know, the, the little land of elves. And she, you just replace everything with. Elves were girls and she had a badass aunt. <laughs> and then she goes to fight in World War One. Right. Yeah. It could be that. And it would still be a holy fuck. This movie is so fucking good. Yeah. Same thing with Black Panther. It yeah, could have exactly. had nothing to do with the Marvel Universe. It yep. could have been fucking. Um, Whatever. It could have just been a standalone, not Marvel, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And it would still would have been like a holy shit, this movie's super fucking good. Yeah. Aquaman is corny, but it hit on some certain things really well. It did things really differently than that super formulaic how to do a superhero movie thing. Um, it also <coughs> it had to be a little bit of an origin story, even though everybody's sick of origin stories because we've seen, we've seen uncle Ben die like 50 times. Spider-Man is one of Spider-Man's been beaten dead like that, that. Which is why the MCU just isn't doing it. Yeah. It's like, you know who Spider-Man is. Yeah. He has the same story. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. I haven't seen that. So like, I think the best animated movie I've ever seen. Yeah. It was gorgeous. The animation style was insane. The story was cool. The acting was awesome. The, it was hilarious. Oh, my God. That movie is really good. Yeah. You got to see that movie. I do. I do need to see that movie. I um, Going back to what you just said about formulaic superhero movies, mm-hmm. what is your favorite non-formulaic superhero movie? Unbreakable. Unbreakable. The M. Night Shyamalan movie or Watchmen. That's it. Ooh, Watchmen actually is a pretty good one. Okay. Unbreakable is a superhero movie with Bruce Willis and Samuel L. Jackson. I don't want to tell you much more than the fact that it's a superhero <laughs> movie. You got to go watch it. Have you seen it? It seems like no. <laughs> it's no. really good. Yeah, you just said Unbreakable. I thought it was like that uh, Japanese concentration camp movie. Nope. That Angelina Jolie <laughs> shot. No. Oh, I, like, I know what one you're talking about. I was like, about, that's no. not a Bruce Willis, Samuel L. Jackson movie from the 90s, directed by M. Night Shyamalan. Bruce Willis has super strength. There's a villain. Samuel L. Jackson is a comic book fan. Oh, that's why that's that. why they're coming back with Glass. Glass. Right. Exactly. Okay, so they're following through with that. Okay. Because Mr. Glass was the bad guy in that movie. It's cool. It's very not formulaic. So tell me this. Is because I could be entirely wrong. Whenever I think of that, I immediately think of the first Iron Man. And non-formulaic? I don't formulaic. No, that's my question. Is it non-formulaic or is it just a well-done movie? I can't tell. <laughs> uh, I it's no, it's not super formulaic because it's not really an origin story. It's, it is. He uh, yeah, it is. But it's <clears throat> it's not the formulaic uh, normal person who's completely not <clears throat> special and something bad happens to them. There, his parents die. He falls in a vat of radioactive fluid. He gets bitten by a spider. He blah blah blah. Um, he is a super rich. He owns a weapons company that he's he inherited. Super smart. Super smart. Super rich. 
kidnapped by terrorists, secretly builds a mech suit to get himself out of it, <coughs> realizes that his weapons have fallen into the hands of these terrorists, vows to stop making weapons, and to protect the world himself. That's badass. But, and then the... His company tries to dethrone him because... Exactly. And then the bad guy uses the same technology as him. So it's basically a, who can beat Iron Man? Here's a whole 90 minutes of nobody being able to beat him. Oh, a bigger Iron Man. (laughs) I didn't like the villain Iron Man 1. I liked... Yeah, I, I liked the story of Tony Stark. Exactly. Iron Man 1. Yeah. I watched a Tony it more Stark's growth story. I watched it more to see him yeah. as a character. Absolutely. Less of... Th- that was actually how I felt about Black Panther. I, I, don't, I actually didn't like any of the fight scenes in Black Panther. I actually preferred No Combat because the story was so good. Exactly. Like, oh, who's this guy? We should be helping the black people all over the world. No, they'll use our power for bad. Like, yeah, we can't let our power get out of there. Blah blah blah. But like um, the, the the tribe dynamics, the family <laughs> dynamics, the culture dynamics. Yeah. Like the the world dynamics with that. Is just... That is a movie that will hold up for a long time, but not because of its CGI. I did not think the CGI. Was I thought very the CGI good. was bad. Yeah, I thought it was bad in that movie. The way he moves, like he moves with like superhuman agility and stuff like that, but it looks so cheesy. To like me, he didn't look like he had any weight <laughs> to him. To me, it was Wakanda that looked bad. Yeah, like it was, the flying ship and it was everything. A little, and it just, was a little over the top, and like the way they did like that whole like like going through a force field thing was yeah. cheesy and like the the last fight scene when they're on like the train tracks of like yeah. the magnet trains yeah that looks that look real great. bad yeah. yeah the way the um <laughs> vibranium the raw vibranium looked wasn't that great but and like claws blue poofy magic shockwave weapon oh yeah good yeah <laughs> yeah exactly it was just the story was good though. Yeah, you, you know what I was thinking about, but for practical special effects that make them that makes a movie pop, mm. the uh, Star Trek, yep, movies, yep, like they just yes, there's a lot of CGI, yeah, but they pop, yeah, they fucking pop, dude. Those movies are really good, and Thor's in the first one. Yeah, he is very yeah. briefly, <laughs> but he is, and that was. That was a really good, strong fucking scene. Yeah, exactly. Like, that was a crazy it's like, fucking. Okay, here's the character for the rest of the yeah, movie. And I was like, you know his whole oh, shit. His so motives now. This is the new Star Trek. Like, I thought that was the coolest thing that they did. Is that they came out guns blazing. Yeah. With. With that, they came out guns blazing. With this is how Star Trek's gonna be. Yeah. Here it fucking is. I remember there was a lot of controversy over the tagline for that movie. What was the tagline when they that first reboot with the J.J. Abrams? Yeah. It that's was what called, I'm talking about. Like, during all the trailers, they would just plaster it all over the screen. Not your father's Star Trek, and <laughs> fathers everywhere were like, "What the hell? You can't do that!" <laughs> and then they saw it. Yeah. And a you idiots. That's how they want you to react. Yeah. Exactly. You're promoting it more than the actual trailer is. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and they got you ready for like, this is not your father's Star Trek. It's very different. Do you think it would have been better if they didn't say that at all? No, I think that they just said here's a Star Trek movie. That and everybody came out of the, everybody yeah. came out of the theater like, holy fuck! Like, that, <laughs> yeah, that, that's oh, not dude. See, so Star good. Trek kind of. <laughs> I'm not saying it's as good as Wonder Woman by a long shot. I'm not saying it's as good as Black Panther. Yeah. But it had that similar effect of it's it's more than just its premise. Yeah. It's like 
It's now, more than you the left it not house. saying that's a good Star Trek movie. You left yeah. it saying that's a good. That was really movie. good. That's yeah. a really good exactly. movie. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Like you can take it as what it is without having to say it's Star Trek. I see what you're saying. Like <laughs> Black Panther is like getting Oscar buzz. Yeah. That no Marvel movie has even been nominated <laughs> for an Oscar, and they're all great. But they're all great Marvel movies. Not even Avengers one. I don't think so. For the I, record, my favorite part in Avengers 1, you know what my favorite part in the entire movie of Avengers 1 is? Sure, hit me. Is just every time they encounter each other for the first time. Oh, yeah. That's the what, first time they encounter each other. That's why they had Joss Whedon do that movie. They're like, you yeah. are good at having known characters meet each other and knowing how their personalities will bounce off of each other. Yeah. You know, it's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. Moves are awesome. Yeah. You're wrong about that. I know. I know. I'm sorry. So is my girlfriend. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, happy birthday to her for... Uh, for next episode oh yeah well next episode we might record the day before her birthday which right. is also my moving in day so holy shit it's gonna be a busy <laughs> two days yeah or maybe we just we find a better time for you yeah we'll figure it out but regardless it's getting late sayonara so <laughs> well, that was abrupt i'll be back yes you will we'll, we'll be back yeah yeah okay bye-bye <laughs>